Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about why you need to revisit your vision. It's a perfect time for you to do this and I'm talking today about how your vision can inspire and motivate, how it can also enhance our self-esteem and stop that negative chatter that we sometimes get, how it can make it easier to make decisions and keep you on track and I give you a quick run through of the exercise I did in a workshop recently to get attendees revisiting their vision to set themselves back on the future path as we move out of the pandemic. So join me on today's episode. So welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I help you increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and workplace trainer, helping you and your workforce increase that performance, improve well-being and make the impact that you want in the world. Now, recently, I've been working with organisations and individual leaders and managers to help them to be able to become more focused, less stressed and have a wider impact on both their personal well-being and that of their teams. You know, I worked with Kate, who's a director, and she said I enlisted Emma's help as I was stressed, overwhelmed and struggling with my own work-life balance. I felt like I was constantly firefighting and both home and work life were suffering as a result. Emma's one-to-one coaching program was a breath of fresh air and clarity. No unrealistic goal setting, just simple, straight-talking advice that made sense. Emma has armed me with tools and techniques to focus, work more effectively, prioritise and let go of the crap. It's always good to let go of the crap, isn't it? So if you want this for your teams or for you as an individual or for your managers and leaders, because they have been dealing with such a lot over this last year, then please do get in touch with me. I'm happy to talk to you about what the different options are and what we can put in place to support your individuals and your teams. If you're not ready to do that yet, then you can get onto my newsletter. Again, link in the show notes and information on my website at emmalankton.com. The newsletter sends out tips, information, statistics, the latest reports and the current organisational trends that are happening right now so that you don't have to dig around for it. It comes out monthly so you can guarantee that I won't be spamming you. And finally, a request from me that if you haven't hit the subscribe button or left a review for me, then please do go and find the little button and leave a review. Let me know your key thoughts and your takeaways and what you value most from the podcast. If you hit subscribe, it makes sure that you never miss another episode. So welcome back, listeners. As I said in the intro, I'm talking to you today about why you need to revisit your vision. So do you have a vision? Do you have a sense of purpose? Do you have milestones or goals for yourself or for your company, for your job role, for your business? Because giving ourselves that meaning and direction is what pushes us forward, is what drives us. Essentially, it's the reason that we get up in the morning. It helps us to 
feel motivated to do the things that we want to do. It's also really great for keeping us on track as well and not getting distracted. So I'm going to talk about that in a bit more detail for you today. Because last week, it was really exciting, I was out, properly out, um, at a half-day workshop for a group of business owners delivering my resilience program. And I started it with the reasons why it's absolutely essential to revisit your vision right now. Things have gone a bit awry. A bit awry. <laughs> That's a bit mild, isn't it? Um, Things have gone a bit awry during the pandemic. Um, And so I was saying at this workshop that it's the perfect time. This was their first kind of outing, if you like, since, uh, you know, since lockdown and working from home and everything being moved to online. This was back at their first first face-to-face workshop. It was... uh, an opportunity for everybody to come together and then the afternoon session they looked at some areas of need of business of struggle or where they maybe needed some support I didn't stay for that bit but the resilience bit fitted perfectly and you know I gave them some statistics really that are as bang up to date as I could manage quite honestly um so McKinsey had done a report in March 2021 that they said two points that 49% of key managers are feeling drained from the effects of the pandemic and 6% have admitted to very high degrees of burnout over the last few months. We're also seeing statistics from about 2019, 2020 about there's a higher um, job satisfaction for staff with higher resilience and that 43% of people are less likely to leave their place of employment with improved retention when they are feeling more resilient. And there's also fewer sick leave, improved absenteeism, less days lost to presenteeism and better performance. So these are the reasons why we need to improve the resilience of both ourselves and the people that we work with. But also one of the key parts of that is to look at your vision again. Research says when you have a really clear vision of what you're doing, where you want to go and how you're going to achieve that, then you're much more engaged. You feel like you've got a purpose in life and actually life becomes easier, less complicated and even less stressful. So that need for purpose is one of the defining characteristics really for human beings generally. We crave a purpose really um, and If we don't have it, there can often be quite serious psychological difficulties um, because purpose is said to be a fundamental part of having a fulfilling life. As I said, it's the what gets you out of bed on a a morning. So you can see there where it can have a positive effect when you think about what it is. But often people struggle with what is their vision? What is their kind of purpose? Why are they doing what they're doing? But when you have this, that's when life becomes easier, less complicated and less stressful. And particularly when you're a leader or a business owner, or you look at this for yourself about what you want to do in life, what you want to get out of life, where you see yourself in the future, then it's really, really valuable. 
The other thing is by focusing our attention kind of externally on where it is that we want to go, what we want out of life, it gives us that constant source of being able to kind of, you know, channel our focus and our energies so that we spend less time getting distracted from that, you know, that negative chatter that you get in your mind. Um, And that sort of chatter can trigger negative thoughts and negative feelings like that, I can't do this, what's the point of this, Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Whereas when we have that really, really clear vision of what we're doing, where we want to go, the reasons that we are doing this, it quietens down all of that chatter because, you know, the positive thoughts, the positive feelings, the positive sensations are much stronger winners. When they are much stronger, it also enhances our self-esteem so that we begin to feel successful because we know what we're doing and where we're going. And then we get those milestones and that sense of achievement as we move closer to those goals. And then that self-confidence increases because we feel competent and, well, again, I'm saying achievement again, but you know, we... It enhances our ability to be able to deal with difficulties and hurdles and challenges. (laughs) My goodness me, have we needed that over the past year? Okay. So whether it's for you yourself, whether it's for your business, whether it's for your team, that vision gives you the clarity that you need to keep you moving forward in the set direction. It gives you those goals, those aims, the things that you are wanting to achieve. It helps you align with where you want to go. The other thing is, it's not a selfish thing. Your vision can inspire and motivate. So when you share it with people, it kind of fires people up. It gets them really, really enthusiastic, particularly when you are enthusiastic with it. So then it makes it that people that you are with, people that you work with, they get really clear on where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do and how it is that you're going to get there. So they kind of, you know, get bowled along with your enthusiasm. They also then know where they're going and what it is that they're doing. When you've got that really clear vision, it sets that purpose and then that also then drives like things like your values and your mission statements, you know, and where you spend your time, what you give your attention to. Because if it doesn't align with your vision, then it needs to be put to one side. And then you come back to this each and every time. Does this align with my vision? Is this going to get me to where I want to go? Or is this a nice to do? Or is this something that's of interest to me? Okay. So, but when you get really clear on yours and then you begin to look at that with other people, then it's really easy to be able to inspire and to motivate because it not only creates that landscape for other people, it sort of lays the path for them to be able to follow. When you can create a mental picture for other people, and for yourself, it makes it really compelling. It makes it really persuasive. It makes it really memorable for people. And it's almost like they're coming along that path with you. So how do we get clear on that vision? You know, because this is something that a lot of people struggle with. There are lots of different ways that you can do this. 
There are some people who sit down with pictures and images and either create create a vision board. Now, it might be that you're cutting out pictures and images and phrases that um, strike you as relevant and resonate with you, that you cut them out from like magazines and newspapers and things like that. Some people do it electronically and create a bit of a screensaver and things. These might be split into, you know, when it's a whole life vision board thing, it might be split into particular areas like your career and then maybe health or fitness and it might be about personal and it might be about money or it might be about, uh, you know, leisure times like dreams of holidays and things like that. For leaders and teams that I work with, we tend to look at one that's much more career or business focused on their vision. So we do a part of that. So, for example, in this recent workshop that I did on resilience, the vision, looking back at the vision and reinvigorating this vision was the first thing that we did in the six stages that I do through resilience. And as I've said, it's the perfect time to revisit it because we've been in survival mode for the past 14 months, you know, and I've talked to loads of people that have been doing firefighting, doing survival, been trying to figure out what we can do, what we can't do, keeping companies afloat, me included, you know, and I switched around what it was that I was doing to be mostly the workshops that were plugging the gaps and meeting the needs for what people needed to keep them going in all the working from home and uh, think you know things like boundaries identifying mental health issues doing this the stress management but the resilience workshop that was there beforehand is now becoming back and becoming more popular Again, because it's recognised that it's needed, but people have got headspace and time to think about developmental aspects rather than just plugging gaps and being reactive. And this is where you can do that too. So you can look at your developmental goals, that your vision, your career goals, your aspirations. And that's what we did in this workshop. Now, some people, I said to them, where do you see yourself in 10 years time? And some people said retired, semi-retired. So what do you need to do to be able to get to that point? So what is it that you want to do? Where are you now? What do you want to achieve? Not forgetting the reason that you started your business or your career in the first place. Because that's the thing, you know, that inspires us that keeps us going you know when I think that I thought I had this marvelous career um in in corporate and I was very much about being somebody's right-hand person making sure everybody had everything that they need that they could meet every need and organizing people and getting people where they needed to be you can see the theme can't you um and I thought I was going to do that but then in finding out about how we function as human beings because I adopted the girls, that just was light bulb moments for me. And I have to come back to that because we can get overshadowed by the, the you know, some of the struggle and difficulty of running a business or some of the difficulty when you've got um, tricky kids or even just kids in a pandemic, um, but running a business in a pandemic. But you can get overshadowed by some of the difficulties because we are wired to notice the negatives. As I keep saying on all my podcasts, we're wired to notice the negatives. I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't done my training. 
But I come back to the reason that I started all this in the first place. What did I want to do? What did I want to achieve? Well, I wanted to help people have a better life, to make things easier for them so they didn't have the big struggle, so they didn't have the stresses, the anxieties, so that they could do things much more easily. They could be more accepting of themselves and work to their strengths. Okay, that we can help with this stigma because I've worked a lot with the stigma and lived with a lot with the stigma with my girls. That we work with the stigma of things. But also then I focused back onto the corporate organisations because that was where I was kind of comfortable with. That's an area that I knew and I didn't want to work with tricky kids when I was living with tricky kids. So why did we focus Why did you focus on the things that you wanted to focus on? What lit you up? What made you go for that next job and that next job? Even though there's been difficulties and really difficult times. I love people. I'm so nosy and I love getting to know people and helping and supporting people. And it's as simple as that. So then how am I going to continue to do that? So you look at where you are now. Then what I did at this um, workshop was, you know, it's usually imagine where you want to go. Where do you want to be in three years, five years, 10 years? Okay. What I said to these people in the workshop was imagine yourself winning an award. What would that award be for? So it often relates to values or achievements. And then I guided them. I, I had a little exercise where they chatted to people first. And a single sheet where they just wrote down some notes. And this is all very aspirational. Don't get stuck in the detail of what you're going to do and how you're going to get there. We've been stuck in the detail for the last 14, 15 months. Go back to blue sky thinking aspirational stuff. So where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Don't worry about the detail and how you're going to get there. But what do you want to achieve? If you were going to win that award and you're in that auditorium, what's the presenter saying? And then what would the audience be saying? What would your customers be saying? What would your people, your, you know, your, your staff, your colleagues, your team be saying about the award, about you, about your organisation? And then what I do with people is I visualise the whole thing happening. So I walk them through a guided visualisation, which I absolutely adore because it takes me all the way back to um, the first few years in business when I did um, the hypnotherapy and combined it with neuro-linguistic programming and help people really visualise being able to achieve this. The thing is, that science tells us that visualisation is the one of the most powerful keys to success. When we can visualise something, our brain kind of believes it's already happened. So then it's much easier to live it and breathe it in the kind of real world, if you like, because our brain believes it's already happened. So again, it quietens down that negative chatter that I talked about. It helps us see the successes. When you see yourself stood there, you notice your body language. Is your head held high? Are you smiling? What's the expression on your face? You know, if you've got shoulders back, chest puffed out really proudly, are you holding that award are you giving you acceptance speech you know are you just hearing other people what they are saying about you how does it make you feel when you remember all of those things then it helps you to get really clear on your vision and then when you're able to visualize it 
it can make it really embedded and really powerful in your mind and actually even in your body with the feelings and sensations. Yet the really sad thing is that visualisation, even though it's critical as a leadership skill, that it's something that a lot of people, executives, managers, business owners, leaders, often struggle with because we get stuck in the doing and the day-to-day stuff. But one of the key things that I often do is I'm, you know, I'm really good at seeing the strategy, the overarching of, you know, how is all this going to pull together? Where is it that we want to go? What is it that we want to do? Which is why then often I talk to people about well-being plans and things like that. What thing can I put in place that's going to help, you know, engagement? What some activities can I do that's going to help um, with some well-being? And I always say, what's the point of doing this? And go and ask your teams as well. But I digress slightly. So when you are looking at your vision, remember to think about what you were doing in the first place, where it is that you want to go. Give yourself that meaning and direction that pushes you forward. Give yourself the reason to actually get up in the morning. Revisit that. Visualize it really clearly. Tap into all of the senses. What can you see? What can you hear? What can you feel? And I really hope that that's helpful for you today. If you set aside a little bit of time to do that, I don't often set you tasks on the podcast, but today I am doing so. Drop me an email. I'd really love to know what your vision is and if this has been helpful for you. If you want me to help you work through this, also get in touch with me, emma at emmalankton.com. I'm happy to work it through with you. If you want me to do this with your team, it can still be done online. It can also be done in person. If you want to know more about how this forms part of my whole resilience workshop, again, get in touch with me too. Otherwise, just let me know if you enjoy this or how you get on. You can do that with an email or you can just leave a review on the podcast as I'm always telling you. I love to get feedback because I've said I'm so nosy, but I answer every single one of the communications that come through to me. Maybe not immediately, but I answer them all and I would love to hear from you. So until next time, have a fantastic week. And I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.